Welcome to Jesus and Juliet. We are on night two of our senior directed shows, and tonight we have a good one. Um, it is Lost in Yonkers by Neil Simon, directed by Chloe Fowler and Riley Rhodes. We have Braden Smith playing Eddie, Ben Clark playing Louie, Ellie Miller playing Jay, Michael Hatfield playing Bert, Bronwyn Warner playing Artie, Riley Moore playing Bella, and Gracie McLaughlin playing Grandma. And this is a uh, really sweet show. Um, I mean sweet, not like sweet, but it's a really sweet show, um, like a cupcake. And I, I've i always loved the script, and I was so excited when the girls said that they um, wanted to direct this show. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It is a. It takes place in 1942, so right in the midst of World War II, and we have a dad who has incurred a debt that he owes to a very bad man, and so he needs to pay that off. So he sends his two sons, um, he takes them to live with their grandmother, and their grandmother is a, she is German, and she is very strict, and so it kind of goes through their adventure at home with her. And she has um, other kids living there that are, they're her kids, but they're adults. Um, and so you kind of get to see the family interactions. And um, it is a drama, but there are some really funny one-liners, especially from the kids. One of the reasons I love this show is that the characters, if you looked at every single character in the show, they all make a significant change. And it's really interesting to see them all kind of have these epiphanies or changes of heart as they move through um, move through their story. And so each, uh, it, it really feels like each character kind of has their own little story within this. Um, and it just makes for a really, really great show. So... I hope that you guys enjoy it. I just want to go ahead and take a moment and recognize our seniors um, from the last two nights. Ellie Miller, Emily Kenyon, who was in last night's show, Christopher Tinker, who directed last night's show, Chloe Fowler, and Riley Rhodes, um, who directed tonight's show. And um, I just want to take a moment and recognize them and thank them for being a part of this. Um, senior directors, you guys rock. You, um, I am extremely grateful and impressed with how you handled the transition from doing a show on stage, which I know you were really looking forward to, um, we all were, to having to make that transition into doing a radio show and um, kind of putting up with my crazy idea. I, I just want to thank you for doing that. You handled that beautifully. I didn't hear... A single one of you complain you immediately were just like okay you just flipped a switch and we're like this is what we're doing now and we're gonna take this so seriously and so I just want to thank you because that was amazing um, all right let's go ahead and open in prayer father God thank you so much for the beautiful weather today and for making this happen because last night when my power was going out, I was definitely stressing. Um, I was a little concerned and uh, I knew I just needed to trust in you and the power kicked back on 
and I was able to finish. And so um, I I thank you for allowing me to tight, tighten the, the loose ends of these performances so that the kids can hear them. Um, we just thank you for being with us and for guiding us through this radio show journey. Um, I know that the kids handled it well and that you were with them and you um, just asked that they trust in you and me <laughs> a little bit and um, and we were able to kind of work through that. Um, I just ask that you be with the seniors at the end of their senior year. I know that it can be rough, potentially losing out on a lot of memories, but I'm hoping that we created some really wonderful memories during this process. And in Jesus' name, amen. I hate coming here, don't you? It's hot. I'm so hot. I'd hate coming if I were cool. Pop doesn't even like to come, and it's his own mother. I was so afraid of her when I was a kid. She used to walk through that door with a limp and a cane and looked like she was going to kill you. All I remember was I hated kissing her. It felt like putting her lips on a wrinkled ice cube. Yeah, she's cold, all right. She's the only one at Mom's funeral who didn't cry. I wonder what Pop's talking to her for so long for. Because she's deaf in one ear, isn't she? Yeah, haven't you noticed? There's something wrong with everyone on Pop's side of the family. Mom used to tell me that. Like Aunt Bella, she's a little, you know, closed for repairs. I don't care. I like her. Nicer than Hot House Grandma. I didn't say she wasn't nice, but she's got marbles rolling around up there. Mom told me she got like that because when she was a kid, Grandma used to hit her in the head every time she did something stupid, which only made her stupider. She wasn't stupid at making great ice cream sodas. Hooray! Wonderful! She's 35 years old and can make ice cream sodas. They don't give a high school diploma for putting the cherry on top of the whipped cream. She went to high school? A little. She missed first year because she couldn't find it. And what about Uncle Louie? You know what he is, don't you? Yeah, a gangster. You believe that? You bet. They say he's some big mobster's henchman. He collects bags of it from one person and delivers it to the mob. Listen, I'm not going to tell you anymore because he could walk in on us. They say he comes back here to sleep every once in a while. Hey, there's Aunt Bella. Is she coming up? No, she's walking past the house. I'll bet she's lost again. Aunt Bella, it's Jay and Artie up here. That's right, up here. Here she comes. She ought to wear a compass or something. Will you keep your voices down? Grandma said, what are they yelling for? We were calling down to Aunt Bella. She's on her way up. Can I take my jacket off? Not until after Grandma sees you. And no ice cream sodas from Aunt Bella, even if she asks. I don't want to get Grandma upset now. Is she all right? Her back's bothering her. When Aunt Bella comes in, tell her mama needs a back rub. Jay, Artie, it's me, Aunt Bella. Can I come in? Guess who forgot how to open a door? I forgot my key. How'd you get in downstairs? I use my spare key. Oh my goodness, Jay, Artie, I'm so excited to see you. Thank you for calling down to me. I walked right past the building, didn't I? 
sometimes I daydream so much, I think I should carry an alarm clock with me. Oh, RDJ, my two favorite cousins. Aren't we your nephews? Of course you are. My cousins, my nephews, my boys. Let me look at you. Oh, you've both gotten so much bigger. It almost makes me cry. Where, where's your father? Is he here? I haven't seen your father in so long. Eddie, it's me, Bella. Is he here? He's in there, talking to Grandma. Oh, oh well, I better not disturb them. Did she ask for me? Pop said her back was hurting. She wanted you to give her a back rub when you came in. Did you tell her I was here? No, you just came in. Did you tell her where I went? We didn't know where you went. Well, then let's not tell her I'm here yet. And then we won't be able to visit. <laughs> oh, you've both gotten so handsome. Thank How old you. are you now, about 20? I'm 13 and a half. I'm 15 and a half. Well, that adds up to about 35. We could be siblings, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, I just got back from a movie. Oh, it was so wonderful. I wish I'd known you were here. We all could have gone. What did you see? I couldn't find the one I was looking for, so I went to the one I found. But it was even better than the one I was looking for. This one I bet Davis and William Holden. Oh, maybe we can all go again next week, if I can find the wrong theater again. Sure, I'd love to. Except we won't be here next week. We're going to the Yankee game with Pop. Oh, will you do that? Boys like baseball so much better than love stories. Why don't you take your jackets off? Look at you, both perspiring. We're fine. We're cool in here with the fan. That fan doesn't do anything but make the hot air move faster. In the movie theater, I was actually cold. I felt so happy for the actors to be in an air-conditioned theater. I don't think the actors feel it. They're just pictures on a screen. <laughs> well, I know that, silly. I meant they'd be happy for those of us watching, knowing that we were nice and cool so we enjoyed the movie better. Oh, right. I bet they would. How long ago did she ask for me? Grandma? A couple minutes ago. Did you tell her where I was? No. We told Pop we saw you from the window, but... Maybe he didn't say anything to her. It doesn't matter. She heard my footsteps coming up the stairs. How? Isn't she partly deaf? Oh, sure, but the other half hears perfectly. Hey, how about a small ice cream sundae with chocolate fudge and whipped cream and chopped walnuts? What do you say? Say no to that. I bet you can't. Artie, say no. It sounds like just a small one. He can't. We're eating dinner soon. It's just, Pop told us to wait. Oh, your father. He wouldn't take anything from anyone. Wouldn't even let me offer your mother a pot of coffee. Where is your mother, by the way? She's dead. Mom is dead. I, I know that. I, I meant where she married. At Mount Israel Cemetery. In the Bronx? You were at the funeral, remember? She was a very independent woman, your mother. Stuck to her own family, mostly. She didn't get along too well with Grandma. But then, nobody did. My brother Bert was once engaged to a girl, and he brought her over to meet Grandma. The next day, she moved to Boston. That's too bad. Yeah. So how about that ice cream sundae? It's just gonna sit down there on the counter and melt, and if I make it, no one eats it. Last time I'm asking, Artie? I, I'd like to. 
Maybe later? No! Not later! It's too late now! You hurt my feelings, the both of you. You tell your father to teach you better manners before I'm ever nice to you again. You see why I don't like to come here too much. Where's Aunt Bella? I thought I just heard her. She's in the bathroom. I heard the door slam. Did you say anything to upset her? Yeah, everything. The three of us have to talk. You, me, and Artie. Bella, it's Eddie. Mama wants to see you. It's her back again. Bella, it, is she all right? How do you know when she's all right? Hey, no remarks about Aunt Bella. You hear me? She loves you boys. Always has. She'd do anything for you two. So just sit here and be quiet. Gosh, my head is splitting. Jay, get me a glass of water, please. Right, Pop. It must be over a hundred in here. I'm feeling kind of faint. What do you mean, faint? Kids her age don't faint. Maybe I'm getting older. Here you go, Pop. Nice and cool. Don't spill it on the rug. All right, time to talk. I, uh, I wanted to tell you boys. Is anything the matter, Pop? I just had a talk inside with your grandmother because I've had a problem. When your mother and I had a problem, we always tried to keep it from you boys because we didn't want to worry you. Her, the first year she was sick, we didn't even tell you boys. Well, you can't keep cancer a secret forever. You knew without telling you, didn't you, Jay? Yes, Pop. I, I did everything I could. The best doctors, the best hospital I could get into. She had a nice room, semi-private, no wards or anything. I paid the nurse extra to put her next to the window. I know, Pop. We're not rich people, boys. I'm going to tell you something now I hope I'd never have to tell you in my life. Everything I had, and everything I didn't have. And finally, cost me everything I was going to have. I was broke, and I went into debt. So I went to a man, a Shiloh, they call him, a money lender. I couldn't go to a bank, because they don't let you put up pain and heartbreak as collateral. You know what collateral is, Artie? So when you want to take $10 from the bank, you have to give them something to hold that's worth $11. That's for their interest. Uh, Shylock doesn't need collateral. His collateral is your desperation. And he has a clock. And when you get your money, he starts his clock. And what it keeps time of is your promise. And if you keep your promise, he turns off his clock. But if not, it keeps ticking until your heart starts ticking louder than his clock. Understand something. This man, he kept your mother alive. It was his painkillers that made her last days bearable. And for that, I'm grateful. Jay, remember what I told you about taking things from people? Never take, because you'll always be obligated. So never take for yourself, but for someone you love, there comes a time when you have no choice. There's a man in New York I owe a lot of money to. $9,000. It can work save for four more years and I still wouldn't have $9,000. To his credit, I'll say one thing. He sent flowers to the funeral. No extra charge on my bill. Pop. Let me finish. There's no way I can pay this man back. So what'll he do? Kill me? Maybe. But if he kills me, he not only loses his money, it'll cost him again for the flowers at my funeral. No, no, no. don't look worried. I'm not gonna die. 
I wouldn't tell you all this if there wasn't a happy ending. So I need a miracle. And a miracle happened. This country went to war. A war with us and the Japanese and the Germans. But neither side needs me. And neither side wants me. Except the man with the ticking clock. Let me tell you something. I hate this war. And God forgive me for saying this. But it's going to save my life. There are jobs I could get that I could never get before. And I got a job for a company that sells scrap iron. I thought you threw away scrap iron, but now they're making ships with it. I can work and get $9,000 in less than a year. That's great, Pop. Don't say it till I finish. The, the factories that I would sell to are in the South, places that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. I'd be gone about 10 months, but we'd be back together in less than a year. So now comes the question, where do you two stay while I'm gone? Please, Pop, don't make us live here. That's what you're thinking, isn't it? I, I have no choice, Jay. I don't know where else to turn. Why can't we stay where we are? I gave the apartment up. I told the landlady yesterday. You gave it up? She raised the rent. Everybody is looking to make money out of this war. And while I'm away, the clock doesn't stop ticking. Grandma wouldn't be happy with us. We're slots. We leave everything on the floor. Artie's always breaking things. Remember when I broke the good water pitcher and the ink things on the sofa? All mine. I'm dangerous, Pop. Listen to me, both of you. Took me an hour and a half to convince her. And it's not that she doesn't like you. But she's old. She's set in her ways. And she doesn't like people being around Bella. Me too. She hasn't even said positively yet. She'll come out. She'll talk to you. She'll see how it goes. It's up to us to convince her now. That's why I want you both looking so neat. Don't you see how important this is? And what if she did take us in? Then you would be obligated, Pop. Don't you think you have enough obligations? I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking for my boys. For my boys, I'll be obligated. There's nothing to discuss. It's up to Grandma now, and it's up to you. I'm gonna go see if Grandma's ready. If she says no, I can't take that job. I can't pay back the man I gave my promise to. You're good kids, both of you. To show Grandma what a terrific present she's getting to have both of you stay with her. Fix your tie, Jay. Straighten your collar, Artie. That's my boy. What if Grandma says yes? She won't. Because I'm gonna break something. What's her favorite thing, Miss Room? You're not gonna break anything. We have to stay here and save Pop's life. And what about our lives? We could grow up like Aunt Bella. I could be in the seventh grade for the next 20 years. Listen, if you act like this when Grandma walks in, it's like putting a gun against Pop's head and pulling the trigger. Oh, so we stay here and get whacked in the head every time we cry. One more word from you and I'll whack you, I swear. The tour! Well, that's it. The war's over for us. I hope Pop wants a grave next to Mom. Oh, it's all your fault. Look for a pen. Maybe we can stick it back together. Right. I'm gonna be looking in drawers when Grandma walks in. I'm sure she wants to adopt a couple of crooks. Ow! Darn it! I hate you so much! I hate Mom for dying. I hate Pop for putting us in this spot. I hate Grandma for being such a rotten old lady. I hate everyone in the whole world. You ready, boys? 
what's going on here? What are you crying about? And what happened to your collar? Nothing. Don't tell me nothing. Were you fighting? Of course you were fighting. I can't trust you for two minutes. How can I trust you for a whole year? We weren't fighting. It was an accident. I was straightening my collar and I straightened it too tight. I was crying about mom. She'd be so sad to see you struggling like this. We like it here in Yonkers. We want to stay. We were just praying that grandma would let us stay. Gee, I hope she does. It looks like such a nice place to live. Are you being serious or are you just trying to lie your way out of it? Serious. Very serious. It's the most serious we've been in our lives. I hope so. For all our sakes. All right. Fix yourself up. Tuck in your collar. Wipe up your eyes. I'll go get grandma. Bella, what's wrong? What is it, Bella? Did did Mama say something? Was she angry with you? She's just got a lot on her mind today. You all right now, sweetheart? Uh, yes, I know you're lonely. I know it's hard to be alone with Grandma all the time, but maybe you won't have to be alone anymore. You know who's going to stay here, Bella? If Mama says yes, then Jay and Artie. Wouldn't that be nice? They live here and spend time with you, and you'd have someone to talk to at nights. Would you like that, honey? Yeah. All right, then give me a smile and a hug. So. Hello, Grandma. Hello, Grandma. I know you haven't seen the boys in a long time, Mama. With their mother sick so long, they sp I felt they should spend as much time with her as possible. They've grown since you've seen them last, haven't they? This is the little one? Yes, Arthur. He's two years younger. Right, Artie? Yes, I'm two years younger than him. This one I remember more. This one looks like his muscle. Yes, a lot of people tell me that. What's wrong with your eyes? My eyes? Oh, they're just a little red. I got something in them and rubbed them too hard. You were crying, maybe? Me? No, I never cry. Big boy shouldn't cry. I know. I haven't cried in years. A couple of times when I was a baby. Oh, they're strong kids, Mom. Both of them. Jakob, eh? Yes, but they call me Jay. No, I don't like Jay. Jakob is a name. Sure, Jakob is fine. And Arthur? Arthur, but they call me Artie. I don't call you Artie. Sure, I love Arthur, like King Arthur. Do you go to school? Yeah. What? Yes, I go to the same school as Jakob. Which one is the smart one? They both do very well in school. They'll tell me, which one is the smart one? Jakob is. He gets A's in everything. I'm better at sports. Sports? Baseball, basketball, football. You play in the mud, in the dirt. You come home with filthy shoes and make marks all over the floor? No, never. I clean them up on the fence. I bring a brush and polish and sign them up at the field. If the smart one is smart, he'll make sure you do. 
No, the boys are very mean, Mama. Even their mother said so. So, tell me, why do you want to live with Grandma? Why don't you tell Grandma, Yeko? Uh, well, because since Pop has to go away and we had to give up the apartment, and when Pop told us we had the opportunity to come live here with you, our only living grandmother, and our only living Aunt Bella, I just thought that families should stick together now that our country's at war with Germany, Japan. And I also think, no, that's all. Hmm. And this is the smart one? I thought he said that very well, Mama. And what about this King Arthur? Why do you want to live with Grandma? Because we have no place else to go? Artie, I think what Artie is trying to say, Mama. No, he knows what he wants to say. I think maybe this is the smart one. He's always been very honest, but he's just a boy, Mama. So, you have no place else to go. That's why you want to live with Grandma. All right, all right. So now Grandma will tell you why she doesn't think you should live with her. This house is no place for boys. I'm an old woman. I don't like to talk. I don't like noise. I don't like people in my house. I had six children once. I don't need more again. What would you do here? There are no games in this house. There are no toys in this house. You would be unhappy here. And unhappy boys, I do not need. Mama, can I just say something? No, I'll just say something. I think about this inside, because anger has been in me for a long time. Why should I do this? What do I owe your father? When did he even come around after he married your mother? I never saw him, because she turned him against me, his own mother. She didn't like me. I didn't like her. I'm not afraid to tell the truth. I don't wish anybody's death. Maybe she was a good mother to you. May she rest in peace. To me, she was nothing. You're big boys now. How many times have I seen you since you were born? Four, five times? Those aren't grandchildren, those are strangers. And now he comes to me for help. He cried in my room. Not like a man, like a child he cried. He was always that way. I buried a husband and two children and I didn't cry. I didn't have time. Bella was born with scarlet fever and she didn't talk until she was five years old, and I didn't cry. Your father's brother, Bertram, can't talk without choking, and I didn't cry. And maybe one day they'll find Louis dead in the streets, and I won't cry. That's how I was raised, to be strong. You think I'm cruel? You think I'm a horrible person? That grandmothers shouldn't say things like this? I can see it in your face what you think. Good. It'll make you hard. It'll make you strong. Then maybe you'll be able to take care of yourself without anybody's help. So, that's my decision. Maybe one day you'll thank me. You're right, Mama. I'm the weak one. I'm the crybaby. Always was. When you wouldn't pick me up and hug me as a child, I cried. When my brother and my sister died, I cried. I haven't stopped crying since Evelyn died. But you're wrong about one thing. 
she never turned me against you. She turned me towards her, to loving, to caring, to holding someone when they need holding. Maybe I didn't bring the boys here more because I was afraid they'd learn something here that I tried to forget. Maybe they just learned it today. I'm not angry at you for turning me down. I'm angry at myself for not knowing better. Come on, boys, let's go. I said let's go. Artie, we'll have to have dinner another night. Why don't you and Jay go home and pack while I get your things ready for you in the closet to move in. Thank you, Bella but we just decided that it's not a good idea. And Jay, you make a list of all the things you boys like for breakfast, and I'll make sure we have it. That's enough, Bella. This is not your business. And why don't each of you pick out one thing that you truly love and bring it here, even if it's big and we'll find some place to put it. How about a picture of your mother? We can put it right here, so it can be the last thing you see at night and the first thing you see in the morning. Bella and Nick Sprucken, enough! They're going! That's the end of it. No, Mama. They're not going. They're staying. Because if you make them go, I'll go too. I can go to the home. The home will take me. You're always telling me that. And if I go to the home, then you'll be all alone. And you don't want to be alone, Mama. Nobody else knows that but me. But you don't have to be alone, Mama. We can all be together now. You and me and Jay and Artie. Won't that be fun, Mama? Dear Jay and Artie, I've been through Kentucky, Georgia, Tennessee, and West Virginia. I've eaten anything down here that wasn't fried, smoked, hashed, gritted, or pwned. Right now I'd go into debt again just to eat an onion roll. Although business is good, I've had one minor setback. The doctor says I've developed what's called an irregular heartbeat. He says it isn't serious, but he doesn't think I should be traveling much. But I can't afford to stop now. An irregular heartbeat? That doesn't sound too good. I wish there was some way we could make money. Real money, not kid money. What if one night we cut off grandma's braids and sold them to the army as barbed wire? I can't believe we're fighting a war to make the world a better place for someone like you. Is Grandma sleeping? Don't tell me you'll wake her up. Artie, Jay, the most wonderful and exciting thing has happened to me tonight. But don't ask me. I can't tell you. You're my good luck charms, both of you. You think I don't hear you coming up the stairs? You think I don't know what's 11 o'clock? You think I don't know where you've been? Just to the movies, Ma. Movies, movies, movies. You wasted money and your life in the movies. And then you walk home by yourself. I, I didn't see a soul, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look for trouble, you'll find trouble. No one bothers me, Ma. Then you waste your time on movie magazines. Fill your head with these Hollywood dreams that don't happen to people like us. Sometimes I do. And you try cutting off my braids, you'll get your fingers chopped off. I don't want to cry, I don't want to cry, I don't want to cry. Is there anything we can do, Aunt Bella? You can talk to us. Do you think so? Do you think I can trust you? Oh, you're still so young. You don't have to be old to be trusting. And you never tell Grandma what I tell you? Because if she found out, she put me in the home. And she would for the rest of my life. I don't think she would do that. I think she just says that to scare you sometimes. You said she wouldn't do that because she's afraid to be alone. 
But she's not alone anymore. She has you two. Oh, no. If you left, we'd go with you to the home. Artie, knock it off. If you don't want to tell us, that's okay, Aunt Bella. We're your friends. No, I have to tell somebody. I wish Eddie were here. Eddie would know what to do. We're Eddie's sons. That's close enough, right? Yeah, that, that's true. All right, come here. Sit down, both of you. This is our secret now, all right? A sacred secret. Say it with me. This is a sacred secret. Okay. I'm going to get married. I'm going to be a wife and have lots and lots and lots of children. I'm going to live in a place of my own. Isn't that wonderful news? Oh, you're the only ones who know this. Jay, Artie, I'm getting married. Gee, that's swell, Aunt Bella. Have you met anybody yet? What do you mean, have I met anyone yet? Of course I have. His name is Johnny, and he works at the Orpheum Theater. He's the head usher, and he looks so wonderful in his uniform. He's an usher? And his name is Johnny. I always thought I'd marry someone named Johnny. What a great guess. Anyway, we went out for some coffee, and then once we went down to the river for a walk, and we talked and talked, and then at exactly 2 o'clock, or was it 2.15, or 2.30? He got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. I told him I'd have to think it over, but the answer is yes. <laughs> that was pretty quick thinking it over. I know, I didn't want him to change his mind. Aren't you as happy about this as I am? How come he's not in the army? Oh, he wanted to be, but they wouldn't take him on account of uh, his handicap. What handicap? Um, he has a reading handicap. You mean he has bad eyes? No, he just has trouble learning things. The way I did. He went to a special school when he was a boy. The one near the home. He was there once, in the home. For six months. He said it was terrible. So his parents took him out. And now he's much happier. Oh, I get it. Do you get it, Jay? I can tell why you're not too anxious to tell Grandma, since it happened so suddenly. Well, yes. Not only that, um, he wants to open up a restaurant with me. And he doesn't want to be an usher forever. He wants to open up a restaurant because he says that eating is the one thing that everyone has to do together. Isn't that wonderful? He would be the manager and I would be the cook and take care of the books. Wouldn't that be the most wonderful thing in the whole wide world? And... The only thing is, though, his parents are super poor, and he doesn't have a lot of money. So we would need about $5,000 to open up the restaurant, and I don't think Mom will just give it to us. Your mother has $5,000? Oh, more. ten or $15,000. i am not supposed to tell anyone. Where does she keep it? The bank? No, it's here in the house somewhere. She changes the hiding place every once in a while. No one knows she hides it. Not Eddie, not Louie, no one. So my problem is I have to get her saying yes to marrying Johnny, yes to opening up the restaurant, and yes to moving away, and yes to give me $5,000. But I don't think she's going to say yes. Do you? I don't think she's going to let you go to the theater very often anymore. She won't know if you don't tell her. You won't tell her, will you, Jay? I swear. Artie? She and I have very short conversations. 
I have to go inside now and think this out. I'm not very good about thinking things out, but, oh, I just thought of a name for the restaurant. La Bella Johnny. That's nice. Yeah, I just hope you can read it. $15,000? Wow, you think she would lend Pop some of that money. Where would be somewhere where you could keep that much money and it would be safe? You're not really thinking of stealing it, are you? No, but borrowing it? I would just love to send Pop a letter with $9,000 in it. And who would he think sent it to him? God? He had an uncle in Poland who died. He left Pop the money in his will. You think the Germans would let some Jew in Poland send $9,000 to some Jew in Arkansas? Dear boys, traveling through the South has been a whole new education for me. There are some people who are very polite and well-spoken and very well-educated. Then there are people who, on the trains who spit tobacco juice on the windows. Jay, hurry up. What if Grandma wakes up? This is crazy. I looked everywhere. There's no money down there. Oh, I'm freezing. I was looking under the ice cream cartons. I think I got frostbite. Why would she keep money under ice cream? We use those cartons up every week. Not the boysenberry. The boysenberry sits there for months. Nobody would ever look under the boysenberry. I can't believe we're stealing money from her own grandmother. Who's that? Get the lay on my face and go back to sleep, kid. There's nothing here to steal, mister. I swear. Is, is that you, Jay? Yeah. Who are you? It's Uncle Louie. Uncle Louie? Artie. It's Uncle Louie. Wait a second. What do you know? Look at you. A couple of big guys now, ain't you? You don't come around for a while and you grow up on me. Come here. Come on. I want a hug. You heard me move it. Picture of your mother. Pretty woman, your mother. And you, you look like a little bull terrier. Is that what you are? A little bull terrier? Yeah, I guess so. Who are you now? Middle way or what? Who's been beefing you up? Aunt Bella. She's a good cook. And a couple of trips to the midnight. And to the ice cream freezer, huh? Digging the boysenberry with your flashlight? That's breaking and entering, kid. Two to five years. You saw me? Yeah, I've been down there since Mall closed the store. Sitting in the dark? Yeah, waiting for her to go to sleep. I wasn't in no mood for long conversations. I just took a fingerful. I love boysenberry. Big mistake, kid. Mom reads fingerprints. She'll nail you in the morning. Are you serious? Get out of here. Who are you? A couple pushovers like your old man? What do you bring up for, Artie? A thumbful pistachio? No, nothing. I wasn't hungry. You think your pop and I didn't do that when we were kids? That's the beauty part. Never took nothing during the day. A ton of ice cream, a store full of candy. Never took nothing. But as soon as Ma let her braids down and turn out the lights, we were down there lapping up the cream and mowing like cats. Hint that the way. It's only fun when there's a chance of getting caught. Nothing sweeter than danger boys, am I right? I guess so. I didn't know Pop was like that. Yeah, well, he's no good at it anyway. Mom knew what was going on. She could tell if there was salt missing from a pretzel. But she wouldn't say nothing. She'd come up to the store knowing that two scoops of everything was missing, and she'd just stare at you. 
and Eddie couldn't take the pressure. He'd always crack, but not me. I stood right back at her and saw her eyelids weighed 10 pounds each. And you know what? She loved it because I knew how to take care of myself. Nobody told us you were coming tonight. Nobody knew. It was even a surprise for me. I got to stay for a couple days, maybe a week. They're painting my apartment. So we got a little business discuss. You boys got any problem making a little after-school money? You mean a job? I've been trying to get one, but Grandma wants us in the shop after school every day to help pay for our expenses. Tell you what, how do you like to work for me? Five bucks a week, split between you, cash on the barrel. What do we have to do for the money? Oh, nothing. Like if anyone comes around here looking for me, you don't know nothing, you ain't seen nothing, you ain't heard nothing. You think boys can handle that? There were two men here the other day looking for you. Yeah? What did they look like? One had a broken nose, and the other had... A Betty Grapple tie. Right. Hollywood Harry. He's got all the stars hand-painted on silk. He's got Gypsy Rose Lee tie you boys can see when you get a little bit older. So if they come around here asking questions, what do you say to them? Nothing. Smart boys. Look in Jay's pocket, Artie. Five dollars? I could have played Carnegie Hall. We wouldn't be doing anything wrong, would we? You're my brother's kids. You think I'm going to get you involved with something stupid? Don't be stupid. There's just a couple of guys who don't like me, okay? It's late. I'm going to wash up. We'll bunk together tonight, okay? Sure. There's plenty of room. We're not taking the money. And they're not painting his apartment at midnight. He's a bag man. He's got a bag and a gun. And Pop wouldn't want us getting paid for saying nothing to Hollywood Harry and a Betty Grable tie. Forget it. Jay, Artie, have you thought of anything yet? About how I should tell Grandma about you know what? Gee, no, Aunt Bella. We've been a little busy ourselves. Oh, sure, I understand. But if you do think of something, I'm going to give you each a dollar. You know, we could really make a good living off of just this family. Dear boys, sorry I haven't kept up with my letter writing. The truth is, I was in the hospital a few days. Nothing serious. The doctor said it was just exhaustion. I remember when I was sick as a boy, my mother used to give me the worst tasting German soup. Luckily, they don't serve it in Mississippi. Love, Pop. You got it real rough reading comic books and staying home from school. I wish I had a fever. Here, drink this. What is it? Grandma made you soup. Forget it. I'm not drinking it. Don't start with her, Artie. She's already in a rotten mood today. You mean all those other days she was in a good mood? Just drink it. Where's Uncle Louie? Taking a nap in Aunt Bella's room. Well, tell him he got a phone call this morning. One of the boys from Stew Baker. But you said you don't know nothing, right? Right. And they said, tell Uncle Louie, Friday night, the dance is over. What dance? The goodbye Louie dance. You mean he's double-crossing the mob? You got it. Wow. You think they're going to kill him? Probably all three of us. We work for him, don't we? It takes 20 minutes to bring up soup. I've got one sweeper not sweeping downstairs. I don't need two. I was just going. And don't let the kids sit in the stool all day. One buys a malted and the other two steal pretzels. If they steal, you pay for it. Sure, yeah, because that's only fair. What was that? 
I said, yes, I hear. <laughs> He's fresh to me, said one. Come on, out of the bed. Enough lying around already. I'm freezing. And I'm running up with fever. You can feel my head. You lay in bed, you get fever. You get up and walk, the fever looks for somebody else. Out, out! My mother always kept me in bed when I had a fever. You're not in your mother's house no more. You sit in that chair and you do your homework. And you know funny books. And you finish that soup, all of it. I tried. I can't get it down. If you eat it quick, it, you won't taste it. I would taste this if I didn't have a tongue. You listen to me. You get better quick. And you get dressed and you come downstairs and you've washed the soda fountain and you sweep the store and I didn't ask to take care of you. But if I take care of you, you'll do what I say. You understand me? Yes. Then put that soup in your mouth right now or I'll do it for you. I can't swallow it. You could drown me like that. Why are you so mean to me? I'm your own grandson. That's right. And what am I? What do you mean? What am I? Am I a nobody? No, you're my grandmother. Then where's the respect? The respect I never got from you or your family since the day you were born. You're just mad at my mother and you're taking that on me. You don't care about your rotten soup or making me get better. You're just miserable because somebody made you miserable in Grant, Germany. Even Pop said it. Well, that's not my fault. Take it out on Hitler, not on me. And if you were a boy growing up in Germany, you would be dead by now. That's right. Maybe I would. And if I ate this soup, I'd be just as dead. Would that make you happy? You want to be happy, Grandma? Watch. Okay, now you can stand there and watch me die. <sighs> no, you won't die. You'll be better this afternoon. It's not so important that you hate me, Arso. It's only important that you live. That's something I could never teach your father. You took her on, kid. That's it, Guts. Where's JJ? Downstairs, guarding the pretzels. Uncle Louie, there's a telephone call for you. For me? Jake took it. He told them he never heard of you. But they left a message, right? Yeah, they said, tell Louie that Friday night the dance is over. Yeah, well, that don't mean nothing. A couple of Bronx boys like to talk tough. It's just horsing around. You know what I mean? Huh? What's the matter? Grandma got you down? I think she loves doing it. Hey, let me tell you something. Guess who hates living here more than you do? The old lady with the cane. That's right. She hates living in Yonkers. She hates running the store. You know how many friends she's made here in 30 years? Zippo. She doesn't exactly put herself out with people. I never said she's a lot of laughs. I'll tell you the truth. I don't like her much myself. Why should I? I she used to lock me in a closet for breaking a dish. A ten cent dish. I get two, three hours in the closet. No light, no water, just enough air to breathe. Oh, here you are. Mama sent me up to look for you. She didn't know where you were for twenty minutes. I'm coming right down. I just had to ask Uncle Louie something. He's in the shower. Are you feeling better already? Oh much. I'm glad, because we have company tonight. My brother, Bert. Do you remember him? Sort of. He hasn't been well. He doesn't breathe right. I think it's because he used to sleep with his head inside the pillow. Inside? Tonight's the night. Tonight's what night? The night I had talked with Mama about you-know-what. Just the two of you? 
No, with Uncle Bird and Uncle Louie there, and you and Artie, to back me up. I wouldn't dare talk to Mama without the family there, to back me up. You are going to back me up, aren't you? You promised. It's not going to go super late, is it? No. Uh, Not if everybody backs me up. You're not going anywhere, are you? Me? No. Where would I go? My heart hasn't stopped pounding all day. I'm so nervous, I can't stop eating. I ate three pretzels before, and I never eat pretzels. You ate the pretzels? If you eat anything else, would you please tell Grandma first? Oh, she knows I ate the pretzels. She even said to me, why are you eating so much? Are you nervous about something? I better get downstairs. You too, Jay. I wouldn't want to do anything to upset Mama before tonight. (laughs) She knew Aunt Bella ate the pretzels. Grandma's crazy, Artie. So why you want to go? It's cold out there, slowing out there, and it's dangerous out there. I know that, but there's money out there. Oh, I see. You're looking to get rich fast. Not for me, for Pop. Ain't that nice, like Robin Hood, huh? I don't want to rob people. No? Who do you want to rob? No one. That sort of rules out getting rich fast. Some people do it. Yeah? How? You'll think this is a question. Then don't ask it. I can't help you, kid. I got nothing to teach you, nothing I want to teach you. Is that what you think I do? Rob banks? Rob liquor stores? Grocery stores? Little old ladies in the park? Is that what you think I do? Is that what you think I am? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? What is that, a compliment? You want to know what I do? I'm a businessman, a freelance money manager, a 24-hour-and-day investment advisor. You've been dying to ask me that all day, so now I told you. Thank you. I just have one minor question to ask. You got guts, kid. Didn't you know you got guts? Yes, I am aware. I love your brother. He reminds me of me. What's your minor question? Are there any openings in your business? I'll do anything. I'll ask, I'll, I won't ask any questions. There are no openings. The reason why there are no openings is because there's no business no more. I'm relocating. I have urgent opportunities in more advanced, advantages and desirable territories. It's a one-man operation out of town. That's the end of this conversation. As far as I'm concerned, this conversation is a cease, okay? Take me with you. I'll get off wherever you want me to, but please take me with you tonight. I don't think you should go with me, Jay. You need to take care of Artie here, and Mama, and Bella. Dear Mama, the boys tell me you're getting along fine with them. I told you they wouldn't be any trouble. In clothes, I'm sending $25 to cover their food and Artie's medicine. Jacob tells me some kids have been stealing pretzels from the shop. It's amazing that hasn't stopped in over 30 years. Love, Eddie. Would anyone like any more coffee? Mama? Bert? <sighs> Strudel with it? No. Don't help me with the chairs, anyone. I know just how I want it to be. Listen, Mama, I'm going to run along now. I'll call you next week, okay? Louie, you're going to sit right here. Bill, I'm sorry. I really got to go. It's a top-notch dinner. No kidding. Jay, it'll work out. Trust me. Where's Artie? I'm leaving. No, you can't leave yet, Louie. You promised. I promised I stayed for dinner. I stayed for dinner. How many dinners do you want me to stay for? But the family hasn't had a talk yet. We did. We talked all through dinner. 
I never had a chance to swallow nothing. I'm all talked out, Bella. There's still something that hasn't been talked about. It wasn't something that could be talked about at dinner. You sit here. This is your place. I have to go, Bella. Mama, Bert, tell him to stay. Louie, you can't go. You have to be here. The whole family has to be here. Mama, tell him. You're getting excited, Bella. I won't get excited, I promise. I'm fine, Mama. Just ask Louie to stay. He'll stay, Bella. Here's your coffee, Uncle Bert. Jay, Artie, sit on the sofa with Uncle Bert. And Mama, you stay there. I'll sit here, and Louie, you sit there. I've been sitting all night. Bella, I can stand up, all right? But it would be so much better if you were sitting. I pictured everybody sitting. I don't want to sit. Change the picture. Picture everyone else sitting and me standing, all right? Louie, can't you just sit for a few minutes until Bella tells us what it is she wants to talk about? Okay, okay. Here. All right. Is this the way you pictured it, Bella? No. I pictured you sitting on the chair I picked out. Bella, it's very important that I have to leave her soon. Very important. I don't want to upset you, sweetheart, but I can't spend the rest of the night getting the seating arrangements right. I'm going to stand up, I'm going to listen, and then I'm going to go, okay? I pictured everybody sitting. Louie, stop arguing with her and sit down before she gets into one of her moods again. Louie, sit. Louie, sit. Louie, stand. Louie, eat. You don't scare me anymore, Ma. Maybe everyone else here, but not me. You understand? Sit down, Louie! All right. Are we all seated now? Yes, Bella. We're all seated. You want to take a picture of what you pictured here? I bet, Louie. Now, who wants to start? Who wants to start? Start what? Mama, I haven't got the time for this. Maybe when I was 12 years old. But not now. It's one of her games. Is this a game, Bella? Are you just playing a game with us, darling? It's not a game. It's very important. But I don't know how to start to say it. So somebody else has to help me and start first. You have something important to tell us. And you want us to start? Uh, Aunt Bella, have you, have you been to the movies lately? Oh, thank you, Jay. Yes. I've been going to the movies a lot lately. Three times last week. Really? Did you see anything good? Oh, yes. I saw a picture with William Holden and Jean Arthur. I really liked it. That's why I saw it three times. This is what I stay for dinner for? Jean Arthur and William Holden? Are they in the picture you pictured here, Bella? Is that what this is about, Bella? Is this all about what movies you went to last week? No, but I'm getting at it. Ask more questions, Jay. You're good at this. Uh, let's see. Did you go alone? Oh, yes. I always go alone. But it's interesting you asked me that, because I met a friend there. You can ask me questions, too, Bert. I wouldn't know what kind of questions to ask you. Ask her who the friend was. Who was the friend? His name is Johnny. I always see him there because he's a head usher. He's very nice. So you just saw him in the theater? Well, once or twice we went out for coffee and then once we took a walk in the park. You, you, you went to the park with this guy? Just to talk. And you have to sit down if you're going to ask me questions, Louie. Now, whose turn is it? This is when you came home at 11 o'clock? Maybe. I think so. Was that it? 
What were you doing until 11 o'clock? We walked and we talked and we got to know each other. He doesn't want to be an usher forever. One day, he wants to open up his own restaurant. His own restaurant? And he's an usher. What is he, 15, 16? No, he's 40. And he wants to open up the restaurant with me. Why with you? Because I can do all the cooking and write out the menus and keep the books. Then what would he do? He would be the manager. If he's the manager, why doesn't he write the books and keep the menus? Well, he has a, a reading handicap. A what? A reading handicap. Okay, hold it. Wait a minute. What do you mean? He can't read? You're not supposed to get out of your chair. That's not how I pictured it. Yeah, now I'm getting my own picture. This guy's what? Illiterate? He can read. A little. What's a little? His name? This guy's either pulling your leg, Bella, or is he after something? Maybe is he after is, something? Uh, maybe this isn't a good time to talk about it. No, it's the perfect time to talk about it. What is this guy after, Bella? Has he touched you? Has he fooled around with you? No, he's not that kind of person. Well, what kind of person is he? He's 40 years old. He takes you to the park at night. He wants to open up a restaurant with you. You can't read or write. How are you going to open up the restaurant? Who's going to put up the money? It'll only cost $5,000. $5,000? Why not $5 million? It's who's got the five grand? Him? I don't think so. He doesn't have any money. Oh, too bad. Well then, who does that leave? This is too terrible. Mama, please tell him to stop. It's awful. Who does that leave, Bella? I'll get the money somewhere. Where is somewhere, Bella? There's no somewhere. You want Mama to sell the store? Is that what this guy asked you to do? He didn't ask me to do anything. And he's either very smart or very dangerous. Well, he doesn't sound too smart to me, so that only leaves dangerous. He is not dangerous. And how do you know that? Because they don't take you at the home if you're dangerous. The home? Oh, my. I don't understand this. Can somebody please explain all this to me? Bella, honey, this man sounds very troubled. Is he living at the home now? No, with his parents. He didn't like the home. They weren't very nice to him there. It's not a nice place, Mama. Bella, sweetheart, don't go to that movie anymore. Don't see that fella again. He may be very nice, but he sounds like he got a lot of wacky ideas. Do you know what I mean, sweetheart? You promised you would support me. Jay, Artie, you said you would back me up. You promised. Back you up of what, Bella? The restaurant? The money? Is that what this guy's after? He wants more than that. What could possibly be more than that, Bella? Me. He wants me. He wants to marry me. And I want to marry him. I want to have his children. I want to have my own babies. That's enough. I don't want to hear this anymore. You think I can't have healthy babies, Mama? Well, well, I can. I'm as strong as an ox, and I've worked in the store and taken care of you by myself since I was 12 years old. That's how strong I am, Mama. Like steel. Isn't that how we're supposed to be? But my babies won't die because I'll love them and take care of them, and they won't get sick. And I'll teach them how to be happy, Mama. Happier than I've ever been. Let me have my babies, Mama. Because I have to love somebody before I die. Give me that, Mama. And I promise you'll never worry about being alone. Because you'll have us. Me and my husband.
Louis, tell her how happy that would be. Bert, wouldn't that make her happy? Please, Mama, say yes. I need you to say yes. Please. Dear Pop, things are bad here. Really, really bad. I wish you were here. Last night, I cried for you and for Mom, but Jay was scared Grandma would hear, so he stuck a sock in my mouth. I miss you and love you. Your son, Artie, not Arthur. And Bella. Are you okay? Go already! How many times do I have to tell you? Hello, Mama. Would you like some tea? It's chilly in here. I, I bought a coffee cake at Crossman's. It's still warm. It's alright if you don't want to talk to me, Mama. I, I know you must be very angry with me. I heard what you had to say. Look, Mama, I'm not crying. I know you're very angry with me, but I'm not crying. Um, and it's not because I'm afraid to cry. It's because I have no more tears left in me. I feel sort of empty inside. Like how you feel all the time. How would you know how I feel? You don't think I know anything, do you? You think I'm stupid, don't you, Mama? No, no, you're not stupid. Then what am I? Am I crazy? You think I'm crazy, don't you, Mama? Don't use that word to me. Why not? Are you afraid of it? Because if that's what I am, Mama, don't be afraid to say it. Because if th that's what I am, I should be in the home, Mama, shouldn't I? But then if I'm in the home, you'd be all alone, wouldn't you? You want to know what you are, Bella? You're a child. That's what the doctors told me. Not crazy, not stupid, a child. And that's how I treat you because that is all you understand. You don't need doctors. You're not sick. You don't need to live in the home. This is where you live, where you can be watched and taken care of. You'll always be a child, Bella. And in this world where there is so much hate and sickness and death, where nobody can live in peace, so maybe you're better off. Stay a child, Bella, and be glad that's what God made you. Then why did he make me look like a woman and feel like a woman inside of me and want all the things a woman should have? I know I get confused sometimes and frightened, but if I'm a child, why can't I be happy like a child? Why can't I be satisfied with dolls instead of babies? I'm not so smart I can answer such things. But I am smart, Mama. Maybe only as smart as a child, but some children I know are much smarter than adults. Some adults I know are very mean and very stupid. Stop this, Bella. You don't know what you're saying. You dream these things up in your head. I need someone to hold me, Mama, to tell me I was pretty. You never did that. Some even told me that they loved me, but I never believed them because I knew what they wanted. But except John, he did love me because he was like me, because he understood me. That's why I ran away from home, because I thought for the first time I could be happy. I even brought the $5,000 to see if I could give him the courage to leave home too. 
Is this something else you dreamed up? Where would you get the $5,000? Does this look like a dream, Mama? Where did you get this? Did you steal from me? You know where I keep my money. Nobody else did. You thief, you steal from your own mother, you thief. Go on and hit me, Mama. Make me stupid and crazy, because that's what you think I am anyway, isn't it? Get out of my house. Go live with your thief friend. You want the rest of the money? Go take it. It won't last you long. You'll have to steal again to keep alive. I don't want the rest of your money. You can have this too. Louis gave it to me. I stayed at Bird's house the last two nights, and Louis came to say goodbye. He gave me this. And who knows how much more he had. I didn't ask. Maybe he's a thief too, but he's my brother, and he loved me enough to want to help me. Thieves and sick little girls. That's all you have, Mama. Only God didn't make them that way. You did. We're alive, Mama, but that's all we are. Aaron and Rose are the lucky ones. No. Don't say that to me. Please, God, don't say that to me, Bella. I'm sorry, Mama. I, I didn't mean to hurt you. Yes, you do. It's my punishment for being alive. For surviving my own children. Not dying before them is my sin. Go, Bella. Take Louis' money. You think I don't know what he is? He stole since he was five years old. The year Aaron died. And I closed off from him and everybody. From you and Louis. From Bert and Eddie. I lost Rose. Then Aaron. And I stopped feeling. Because I couldn't stand losing it. Mama. Anymore. Go open your restaurant. Live your own life. Have your own babies. If it's a mistake, let it be your mistake. If I've done wrong by you, then it's for me to deal with. That's how I've lived my life. And no one, not even you, can change that for me now. There is no restaurant, Mama. He's afraid to be a businessman and a manager. He doesn't want to have babies and he doesn't want to get married. He likes being an usher. He likes being in the dark all day watching movies whenever he wants. Then he can live in a world he feels safe in. He wants to live with his parents because he knows that they love him. And that's enough for him. Then maybe he's more lucky than you. Maybe he is. But I'll never stop wanting what I can't have, Mama. It's too late to go back for me. Maybe I'm still a child now, but there's just enough woman in me to make me miserable. We have to learn how to deal with that somehow. You and me. It can never be the same anymore. I'll go put my things away. I think we've both said enough for one day, don't you? Oh. Dear Eddie, this postcard is from Bella. I just wanted to tell you that Jay and I are already all right, and I have some big news to tell you, except I don't have no more room to write. Love, Bella. How long do you think Pop's going to be in there? I don't know, but we made it, Artie. Ten months here, and we're still alive. We cut through Grandma, and we're all right. Oh, thank God. I thought you'd be gone before I got back. I ran all over Yonkers looking for these. Artie, the football is for you, and Jay, you get the basketball. Holy mackerel. This is incredible. I hope they're the right size. I just guessed. This is one of the best gifts I've ever got, Aunt Bella. Well, 
you two were the best gifts I ever got to. I just hate to give you up. You don't have to. We're coming out all the time. I really love this, Aunt Bella. Thank you. Well, it's not just for me. It's from Grandma, too. I just have to tell her later. Well, Grandma and I are through talking, boys. You ready to go? Hey, Pop, look, it's from Aunt Bella and Grandma. What's this? What did I tell you about games in the house? They're not playing games, Mama. They know better than that. If they break something, they'll pay, believe me. Thank you for the ball, Grandma. I love it. I never owned a football in my life, Grandma. All right. Grandma's tired, boys. Let's say goodbye and go. We said goodbye this morning. Two goodbyes is too much. Well, Mama, I just wanted to say thank you. You did a lot for me and the boys. I don't know how to repay you for that. I'll tell you how. Don't do it again. I pray to God I won't have to. And if you have to, I'll say no again. And this time, I'll mean it. When Louis left for the army, I thought about sending you the money. Even Bella asked me to. But then I said no. Etty has to do things for himself. And you did it. That's good. Yes, Mama. I'm glad you finally approve of me. I didn't say that. All I said was good. I'll accept that, Mama. So, I'll suppose you get married again. And I won't see the boys for another ten years. I'm not ready for marriage yet, Mama. But from now on, the boys won't be strangers. They'll be grandchildren. And I'm going to kiss you goodbye whether you like it or not. Thank you for not putting up a fight. Goodbye, Bella. What, what can I say? I know, Eddie. I know. I love you so much. I'll meet you downstairs, boys. Thank Grandma. Go on. I, um, I just wanted to say thank you for taking us in, Grandma. I know it wasn't easy for you. That's right. It wasn't. It wasn't easy for us either, but I think I learned a lot since I'm here. Some good and some bad. Do you know what I mean, Grandma? You're not afraid to say the truth. That's good. You want to hear my truth? Everything hurts. Whatever it is you get good in life, you also lose something. I guess I'm too young to understand that. And I'm too old to forget it. Go on. Go home. Take care of your father. He's a good boy, but he always needs a little help. Well... You sure gave me and Jacob a lot of help, Grandma. Dankeschön. That means thank you. He's sneaky, this one. Tries to get around me. Don't try to change me. Sometimes old people aren't altogether wrong. You're absolutely right. Can King Arthur give you a kiss goodbye? What were you two looking for that night under the boysenberry? My money, maybe? No, I swear. <laughs> you should have looked behind the malt machine. Well, I'll get dinner started. Do you mind eating early? Because I'm going out tonight. With a friend, Mama. It's a girl. <laughs> but she also has a brother I like. He works in the library, and he can read everything. Oh, I'd like to have them both over for dinner one night. Could we do that, Mama? Oh, it's all right. No rush. You don't have to make up your mind right now. I thought Thursday would be a good be night. Careful. It's my heart. It's called music, Mama. <laughs> <laughs>